Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. So I guess I'm starting this episode, right? Because you guys wanted to ask about it. And yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, we didn't talk (laughs) about how we were going to start this episode. Yeah, that's fine. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. By the way... So, so we're talking about tapping or EFT, the emotional freedom technique, because this is one of the things that I got certified on. And I think that tapping and tarot have a wonderful connection, a wonderful through line, because sometimes, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I give a reading to someone, sometimes I feel like, oh, okay, here's everything. Okay, bye. You know, and I never want to be that kind of reader. like. Like where there, I don't remember Liz, there was one reading where you gave where you're just like, this can't be as sucky as it actually is. And then you write the cards. Right. And, and then they like, were just oh, like, no, yeah. no, no. They were just like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You had it right the first time. Like life has really been sucking <laughs> right now. And yeah. it's just like, well, what do you, what do you do as a tarot reader or a psychic or Lenormand reader and, or an I Ching reader? And you give that kind of reading, you know, cause I was taught when reading tarot is you you leave your client better than you found them. And how do you do that when you do have one of those deep readings that really unearths everything? Um, do you just pull more cards? Like, or do you give them some kind of solution or some kind of technique to help them through the things that you've just unearthed through the tarot? Right. When it's on my time, yes. I, I give them a technique or more, you know, some time, but I was, you know, doing a a 20 minute timed reading once where I mm-hmm. had back to back clients and this one mm-hmm. person, it it was kind of like, you know, Melissa's or, you know, anybody's nightmare, you know, thing, right? You're in a timed <laughs> reading and they keep pushing and they keep wanting the answer, you know, that they want to hear, but the cards are mm-hmm. saying inconclusive and, and the opposite things. And I literally had to let them, I literally had to hang up on them because of this other reading. And that's, that is the nightmare. Nobody wants to be able to do stuff like that because it kind of, to me, it dishonors our practice. It's like, I do want to leave people better. I do want to give them some hope or some technique, you know, for the future. The one reading where everything was terrible, thank God, was for a friend and we were in person. So I was able to just turn it into a conversation. Um, but I was like, everything is terrible. Dear God. And then I and I just said, let's look ahead a little bit. And I kept pulling cards. And I was able to kind of mitigate the situation. But thank God it wasn't a fucking paid reading, like, or a timed reading. Um, and, you know, I've had readings where I'm trying to wrap it up and, and clients are fucking arguing with me. And yeah. I'm like, you you just paid me $150 to argue with me. Is that how you want to finish this reading? Like it's <laughs> sometimes your, the answer is yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's your fault, but it feels like a waste of your money, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but yeah, I I totally having having another technique that you're practiced in, I think that's really important. Um, 
and Hillary is um, is a practice user user of tapping and EFT. Um, so having a technique like that would be really is a real comfort. So Hillary, yeah. um, I'm doing EMDR and tapping is a part of that. Uh, EMDR is I don't know what it stands for, but it's a form of therapy. Um, it's the r- rapid eye movement stuff, right? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it also in- envelops tapping and positive affirmations and things like that. Uh, so Hillary, what is what is tapping? Can you tell us? Well, um, to be brief, tapping is pretty much exactly what you said. It's a form of acupressure and positive psychology or affirmations. And there's a mix of different techniques in there to form what is known as the emotional freedom technique, EFT or tapping. Um, and so some of the, some of the words that you use in there are, um, have a basis in neuro-linguistic programming as well. Um, but basically what tapping does, it, it halts the, um, the amygdala, which is the source of our freeze, flight, fight, fawn response. And it basically lowers, like, like it, it stops the stress response in its tracks. It lowers cortisol levels, which are the stress hormone. And it basically gets our body into a more peaceful, tranquil, calm place in which we can start to make better decisions from that place instead of making decisions from the source of fear, basically. Um, it can be done for way more than just that. Um, but most of the time it is kind of like a stress reduction technique, but you can use it for all sorts of things. You can use it for manifestation. You can use it to um, help treat physical pain. And it was originally developed um, to work with veterans um with uh, PTSD or complex PTSD. Um, So that's how it was originally developed. I think the founder of it was Dr. Gary Craig, um, and he learned it from his mentors um, that originally called it like thought field therapy, something like that. Again, like guys, I'm not like an expert expert in all of the history of tapping. All I know is that it works. Um, Kind of similarly to like when I first um, started using tarot or first learning tarot, like I feel like that was kind of my reaction to tapping where it's just like, there's no way this can possibly work, but it works. So let me keep using what works. Um, So I had been working with tapping for, gosh, I think a couple of years. And then um, the person that I really liked to do tapping videos um, along to Gala Darling offered a tapping certification program, which I then took. Um, and I was one of the first um, the first class to take the, the chorus. And now it's, oh gosh, I think it might be its fifth, fifth or sixth class going into it starting in the spring. So yeah. But yeah, so it's basically tapping on your face and your body, tapping on these points and repeating after the tapping practitioner. And the best part about it is that once you know the technique, once you know the tapping points, it's free. <laughs> Anyone can yeah. do it. Kind of, kind of a little bit similar to tarot in in many, many ways where it's just like, if you have a tarot deck and you can teach yourself how to read for yourself, but you can also work with someone as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think the power of it can be really done in like one-on-one sessions. So you can do group tapping sessions. 
Um, and there are, um, you know, scientific studies, clinical trials on the effectiveness of EFT, um, in which if you're tapping in a group, it's, I think it's called something like borrowed benefits, where everyone that's tapping, it like, um, it magnifies, or um, I think it's doubles the effectiveness of the tapping if you tap in a group of seven people or more. So there were studies done on it. It's really fascinating. And if people want to learn more about like clinical tapping and like the science behind tapping, there is a book literally called The Science Behind Tapping by Dr. Peter Stapleton. So we'll, we'll give it to you in the show notes. Definitely. So, I'm I'm typing yeah. like a, a mad woman over here, <laughs> but um, a mad person. But um, I've I've done... EMDR, the the rapid eye movement, um, which I looked mm -hmm. it up, and it's um, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. Ooh, yes. that's a mouthful. I did that when I was a teen for some stuff, and I didn't find it worked for me. But then again, I was in that PTSD trauma, so mm -hmm. it didn't really work for me. But more recently, through both, I did a session with Hillary. While she's getting her certification, nice. Yeah. Hey, I have to do my and, practice hours, yep. so thank and, you for being a guinea pig. <laughs> oh, I loved it, and I also um, did it through Lisa Robertson, who also does a lot of group tapping. So I, I've I've seen the benefits, especially for kind of the pagans or the psychic. You know, the those of us that work and manipulate with energy, tapping yeah. in a group, you get everybody. It's like a big hug because you're not only doing it yourself, and you're like. When you're alone and you first do it, you're like, this is weird and kind of silly. And I'm touching my body all over the place. It's like doing the Macarena. <laughs> but, then, but but in a group, everybody else is doing it with you. And they're probably thinking the same silly thoughts. But something magical happens because you're raising all this energy and it becomes like a hug, a, a confirmation hug, where everybody is also cheering you on. But even personally, yeah. again, per, you know, like when you do it the first few times, it's weird you know by yourself it's like well Definitely. i'm doing all this stuff and i'm it literally it's like a macarena dance however there you know when you start there's that point that something switches in you it's like when you're it's like what i used to say when i was writing for nanowrimo where the first year it's can i write 50,000 words the second year is hey is this repeatable and then somewhere after that you learn to uh get rid of your inner editor and tapping yes. is kind of similar to this where you do it and the first time it's like eh whatever but right. then after a while you start reaping the benefits because it's doing positive reinforcement like you said you've got affirmations in there you're saying things out loud and you're allowing yourself to trust the process which again with tarot you know isn't that what we do um, either as readers or receivers, we have to trust the process that it works. And that True. at the time you're doing the reading, you're giving the information correct for each person. Right. And there's a point of feeling silly too and terror. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, like people with the stack of cards. Right. It's, it is, it's kind of silly in a way, but at the same time, it's just like you keep on going. And that's something that I really want to stress to people. Like the first time that I did, and <laughs> it's really funny actually, because I know, I know Melissa turned off her audio for that, but one of the common releases that goes with an effective tapping is yawning. And she was just yawning. <laughs> we were tapping a little bit before, um, before we started recording. And then we were just like, let's let's start recording let's just get this on just do the thing <laughs> on 
on audio, do the thing. Um, but when I first started doing tapping, I was just like, I don't feel anything. This isn't working. Like clearly this doesn't, this doesn't work. And I'm so glad that I returned to it because it's either, <clears throat> I think that sometimes people don't find the right practitioner to follow at first. And mm -hmm. so they think, oh, nothing's happening or I'm not doing it. it. It might be the person that you're following, like their technique or their personality is something that doesn't speak to you. So Finding the right practitioner, just like finding the right tarot reader for you can do so much and make you really understand like, oh, there is something to this. There is something to this technique and it can help. Um, but I was so glad that I returned to it because then otherwise, I, I think what I did originally is I tapped on things that didn't matter. And that's the reason why it wasn't effective. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, that's Because it was surface. In yeah. my therapy, the tapping that helped me the most is like I had um, I had a bit of a psychotic break last year and I had a lot of guilt and shame attached to that because when I came out of it and was OK, I'd lost like a dozen friends like they just I scared them or it was too much or it was too hard or whatever. And all of that guilt and shame, I, I felt like it was my fault. I felt like everything that that had happened while I was mentally ill was my fault. And um, Maria Bamford's new book really helped with that. It's called Sure, I'll Join Your Cult. And uh, she yeah. talks about her own stuff and about, and I was like, holy crap, this kind of thing happens to everybody who goes through this. Everybody who has, you know, the same illness have, goes through this. But the second thing that helped was doing positive affirmations around um, around being ill and not being able to control or be even aware of, but I was able to drop that shame and guilt. I was able to put it down um, because of tapping. And so yeah. it was really, really helpful in That's getting, huge. getting I, it was amazing. Um, I mean, I don't I was, wanna, yeah, yeah. We, we can't just gloss over that. That's huge because shame and guilt is really hard to unload, you know, off your shoulders. So the fact that you yeah. did that, huzzah. Yeah, yeah, my therapist was, we did, um, I think, three different sessions about it. And each time we did tapping about how, you know, um, being mentally ill is not my fault. I didn't choose to do it. And I didn't choose to make the choices that I made when I was sick. And um, we just brought it on home. It was a way to really hammer it home that um, I, I am a victim of mental health illness. And it hit me like a fucking freight train. And yeah. it happens to people all the time. Amazing. But people don't generally talk about it. And so the the thing that the thing that's left over if you don't talk about it is guilt and shame. And so I was able to get rid of like 99% of that shit. And I'm not carrying it around anymore because of tapping. So yeah, yeah it's a so big good. deal. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you going to say, Jamie? Because I know you held up another book. So we're going to have, oh. I have a feeling we're going to have a ton of <laughs> <laughs> reading, <laughs> recommended well, reading okay. for people. So, well, it was funny because last year when I attended Omega, um, the Omega Institute for Masters of Tarot class, I, um, Omega has a library, right? They've got all like a lot of cool spiritual books. They have tarot books. They have pagan books you know, uh, all sorts of different religions, but they also had um, a, a, a book on tapping 
amazingly enough. So they have this book called uh, Tapping into Ultimate Success by Jack Canfield and Pamela Bruner. I think it's becoming out of print, but I got a copy. It comes with a DVD um, with the book, but it's got action scripts and other things for, for, you know, like business or, you know, success measures. And, you know, thanks to Hillary, I mean, like EMDR is good, but sometimes the eye movements, especially for disabilities, like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the eye stuff doesn't really work as well. However, tapping, you know, is something that has actually worked for me with the hands, the chest, like like we said, we were tapping beforehand. We were jokingly knocking on our heads and other places. Right, like which the the palm to the forehead is not that approved work. tapping. Okay. Well, I know that <laughs> now. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah. So there's there's a lot of these cool resources that like 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 we mentioned. Like I think it was Hillary. You know, like and Melissa, the surface stuff. Like you know, when we get right. into tarot as teenagers, we're like, yeah, will they you know date me or will I get an A yeah. on this test? Yeah. And and yeah, sure, tarot will give you a vague and mysterious answer. However, it's when you start looking into like what does success mean to you? What does, you know, what are these bigger items that it's really the more mature version of success? Yeah. Yeah. That's the power player. of having tapping with, you know, tarot, which I also want to ask Hillary, you know, like, do you use tapping with your personal practice? And then I also want to know how you do it with, you know, with clients. Oh, I'd love to. Yes, I tap every single day. Um, Not all day, every day, (laughs) but every day I try and do at least like some some form of tapping. So um, to bring it back to like surface versus not surface, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are some powerful tappings that are only like five minutes in length. So they're like almost like little energy boosters that you can do. Um, And by the way, if you're not familiar with tapping and you want to like try it out, but you just don't know what to say, which is my thing, I didn't know what to say during a tapping session. Um, Now I can't, I like everything comes up because there is, um, there is intuition involved in knowing what to say during a tapping session for yourself and also for a client, if you're bringing a client through a tapping session. Um, But, you know, when I've been doing like the little small ones, five minutes in length, um, you know, it's a little boost, but it's not really going deep. Most good sessions that are go going beyond the surface are about 10 minutes in length or o- 10 minutes or over. Um, I have done a tapping session that was like a half an hour and that was like, like continuous tapping for a half an hour going through the rounds. Um, so yeah, I will use it myself every day. Um, and sometimes I will use the tarot and pull a tarot card and give my own interpretation of that tarot card and then be like, okay, magician card is coming up. And for me, the magician card always has this kind of like start before you're ready energy. So let me tap on my procrastination. So that would be an example of how I can combine the two together in my personal practice. Um, And then for my clients, um, I remember this one client that um, I think I saw her directly after I had gotten my certification. And, you know, I gave her a reading and then she was talking and she said something to the effect of, well, I think I have always been very lucky in my life 
um, because I've been unlucky in love. So that was the trade-off. And it was the trade-off that I was willing to make. And I'm like, did you just hear what you said? And she was just like, what do you you mean? What did I say? And I said, you said in order to be lucky in life, you have to be unlucky in love. And she was just like, what? And I'm like, oh shit. No, it's just like, oh shit. And I'm just like, so let's talk about that. And I started to take some notes about what she was saying. So like basically the investigation portion before a tapping session. And a lot of the time, yes, there's intuition that plays its part in it, but there's also just echoing back what a person says in an investigation can be so powerful because they're often unaware of what it is that they're saying. It's a very subconscious thing. And that is when tapping gets really good and really effective is you're going underneath to the subconscious roots and you're basically your programming that you're running on. Most of us are running on subconscious programming that was reinforced to us when we were children and we never go Mm -hmm. back and really examine that. But when we go back and examine it, we're realizing, oh, well, you know, I can only make this level of money because I was told this by my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my childhood best friend, where it's just like, oh, well, good girls only make this much money or, you know, rich people are all awful or evil. Or you're a woman or um, society. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a straight white cis male. So you're Mm -hmm. likely only going to make this. Right. So So with this person saying, I have to be, I have to be unlucky in love in order to be lucky at life. We started tapping on that underlying belief. And I'm just like, who told you that? You know, where do you think that came from? And I always say this with my tapping clients. I'm not asking you these questions to traumatize you or re-traumatize you. I'm trying to ask these questions so we can get the root of this. So when we do the tapping, we really get in there and root it out so that we can make it nice and roomy and clean for you to have some new subconscious underlying beliefs where it's just like, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm worthy of this. Yes, I'm worthy of this amount of money or this level of success and more. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm worthy of, you know, being accepting of gratitude or love or surprise or friendship. Or friendship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Um, some of the things that we were tapping on um in our first certification before um we went to our graduation. Um, Gala was very generous and flew us out to Vegas and you know, provided our hotel rooms in Vegas for our first graduation. I think she still does it, but different different areas now are the sites for the graduation. Um, but one of the things we tapped on as a group was we all realized that we had mean girl stuff from our past. So some of us were thinking about not going because we were all like, oh, I'm not going to fit in there. Oh, you know, these girls are going to make fun of me or, you know, I can't be vulnerable around these people or what have you. And so we all like started to talk about it and we all realized we were all carrying around that like mean girl wound. So we tapped on it. <laughs> wow. So what were you going to say, Jamie? It's just, I'm just amazed at the power and the technique. I mean, like I can see EFT 
being good for those of us with, you know, like stage fright anxieties or, you know, mm-hmm. before like, uh, you know, since it's October, we're doing a lot of festival or, you know, a lot of readers are doing parties or other festival type activities. You can EFT your way into securing your own self-worth and, yeah. and you know, the money, you know, being it's a, a successful, again, successful, however that means to you, because that's a huge yeah. thing. You know, we we look at culture we look at the modern western culture and we think we have to have money house big car whatever you know type stuff but success to me is so much different it's it's nowhere near actual greenbacks or money it's it's like having what i do with youtube so it's awesome that you know you know we're we're you are learning more of these techniques and hopefully you know we will also pick up some like I can see Melissa as she's going through EMDR maybe helping her clients with the EMDR stuff yeah yeah maybe or suggesting yeah, it I, I think I've suggesting definitely it. recommended it for sure um mm-hmm. and I haven't even gotten to the light thingy yet we're not even there yet the only thing that we've done is tapping um nice. and it's already showed a market influence um uh, and improvement on my mental health so yeah. look at me being a being a go Hillary go fucking tapping advocate go hillary go that's fantastic that's really great um yeah but you know like having that having something i think in your back pocket to help Mm -hmm. people with and something that is so accessible i guess you know like even even with tarot if you don't have a tarot deck and you go to a party you know, and you're supposed to be doing tarot readings at a party. It's just like, okay, well, you're without the one thing that you really need in order to perform your job. But right. with, with, I mean, even though you can always use the, the tarot deck in your mind's eye, which is which is a real thing that is stunningly accurate <laughs> sometimes, even if you don't have the physical tarot deck with you. But like with tapping, it's so it's just so accessible. It's there. You just need, you just need your hands, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, um, you can't do it. It's very forgiving. You can't necessarily do it wrong. I think like the only way you can do it necessarily wrong, quote unquote, is if you do a surface tapping, but it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to harm you. If you do that, you're just probably not going to get as much out of it if you do it on that level. So you can miss a point, you know, like yeah. there's no, there's no such thing about saying the wrong thing necessarily, or, you know, Oh no, I missed the collarbone point. Oh, got to throw this whole tapping thing out. No, no, <laughs> you know, it's very forgiving. Do we want to um, talk about the points? Yeah. Let, would, let's would talk that be about helpful to people. I, I, well, you know, it'd be helpful to, I think us, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I was thinking that, yeah, it'd be awesome to maybe, you know, do a sample maybe like <laughs> can you take us through your you know I, I'm assuming you tap before your daily practice like your one card um, draw yeah ish I guess or sometimes I'll um integrate my card into it and then you know if I'm not sure what to tap on because I mean sometimes you know you're having a good day and you okay. don't think about these like you know very essential practices that you want to do is like your daily non-negotiables. Um, but then when you have, you know, several good days in a row and you start to not do it, then it's just like your, your good days start to become bad days. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like taking like, your meds. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, I was wondering if like, because I think that would be fun to do. And I think fun for everybody is if like you help, like we we do a, maybe that five minute tapping or a sample, like a quickie one minute, but people can expand into a five minute, you know, pre, yeah. uh, pre-daily draw type of a thing. Since a lot of us do that or need to, <laughs> you know, want to get back into the habit of doing it again. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, me too. Inve- <laughs> let me investigate. Let me investigate them. Um, so, so this is part while, of your process, though, right? Is yeah, like we ask like, a question. Um, yeah, like, well, usually people like when they come to see a tarot reader, they usually have a question in mind or a topic or something that they want to want know want to know more about. And I think the same thing can be true for tapping as well, where it's just like, there's something I want to work on and I want to work on it with someone that can be an observer or an objective observer, someone that can help me work through this. Um, So for the daily one card draw, I'm just going to ask, what do you think is the obstacle to you doing your one card practice? Is it time? Is it excuses? Is it, it feels like a bunch of bullshit excuses to me? Like mm-hmm. that's mine. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit for me, excuses. It's, it's making that ritual commitment. Like for me, getting up in the morning, as I've said many times, I don't, I don't do, you know, the things like, um, I want to try this process, but I don't have a, like a place in bed where if I wake up, I grab a journal and, you know, right it's like i need a space in my room to be able to shuffle the cards and pull something rather than the bed so it's it's you know i'm not even sure what you would call that you know is that an excuse is that just i need more i need my body to i need my body to set aside yes set aside the ritual the routine so maybe we can tap that in you know the idea of when i wake up i do this versus go pee Right. Well, well, I, I mean, think is really important. Yeah, after the after the morning, use the eye for your for your new. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. Let's not. I'll just. I'll just. But, <laughs> so here's the really funny funny thing. First of all, Liz was just yawning, mm-hmm. um, and and um, and we're all laughing about that. So those are two very common releases of when the tapping is working, when the tapping is resonant for you. Um, So that's something to look out for, Um, especially laughing um, at like the ridiculousness of some of the excuses or the situation. You know, it's like, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to have some levity about it. Finding humor in the first place, that's a really great release. Um, Some of the other releases is feeling um, really emotional all of a sudden, really sensitive and emotional, uh, crying, burping, hiccuping. Um, I, I say farting, um, because it makes my clients laugh, especially if I'm doing a tapping session over zoom, I'm just like, go ahead and fart, honey. It's like, I'm not there to smell it. It's fine. (laughs) Wow. But these are, these are all like, if you happen to get a massage, these are very common releases that massage therapists see. So you kind of know the energy is moving and it's working. Um, Another thing to keep in mind is you want to make sure that you're hydrating. Make sure that you're hydrating yourself, making making sure that you're drinking water because this is an energetic practice. 
you're moving energy. It's the same thing that I say when you're like doing tarot readings. You've got to keep yourself hydrated. So, all right. Smart. First point we're going to talk about is side of the hand. Um, it was formerly called the karate job point, but um, words are powerful. <laughs> yep. So we don't call it that anymore. Um, so it's basically the fleshy bit on the outside of your hand. Um, and you're just going to tap on it. Um, the pressure is basically, um, if you're trying to attract someone's attention by tapping them on the shoulder at a loud concert, that's about the, uh, the, yeah, don't, don't, don't smack yourself. Don't abuse yourself. I'm, I actually, it's not a mosh pit. Yeah. It's not a mosh pit. pit. (laughs) I I taught tapping to my mom and she just started banging the side of her hand. I'm just like, mom, mom, no, no, no. It's a little, it's a little too hard, you know? Just enough to feel it. Um, so side of the hand um, is used to tune into the issue. It's also used to align the energy if you happen to be doing a group tapping for um, multiple people. Um, so repeat after me, ladies, and anyone that's listening at home, if you want to um, make a consistent card of the day practice. Okay. Make and also consistent. specificity is very important too. If the words that I'm saying are not specific enough for you, you can go ahead and add in your own as they come up. So, okay, let's go. Let's do this. I want to make a consistent card of the day practice. I want to make a consistent card of the day practice. But I feel like I have a lot of excuses. But I feel like I have a lot of excuses. And some of those excuses are. And some of those excuses are. A cat in my face. A cat in my cat fucking in my- face. <laughs> right now. Because it's literally what's going on right now. Um, <laughs> I need to go pee. <laughs> I need to go pee. I need to make a space in my home. I need to make a space in my home. I need to create a huge altar to my tarot journey. <laughs> I need to create a huge altar to my tarot journey. And until I do that, I can't start. And until, and until I, do, I that, do that, I can't start. can't start. And even as I say <laughs> that, I know that that's bullshit. And, and even you know, as I say that, I that know that that's bullshit. bullshit. Because when is the best time to start anything? Because when is the best time to start anything? Yesterday. Ouch. Yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday. (laughs) And when is the second best time to start something? And when is the second day? (laughs) (laughs) So even though I haven't started my card of the day practice, So even though I haven't started my card of the day practice. Or I have lapsed in doing so. Or I have lapsed in doing so. I love and accept and forgive myself. I love love and accept and and forgive myself. myself. Even though that really fucking hurts right now. Even though that really fucking hurts hurts right right now. And that I can't offer compassion to myself. 
And I can't offer compassion. Offer compassion. Liz can't even even say it. Shut up. (laughs) And I might be getting really emotional about this. And I might be getting emotional about this. Because I realized that this tarot practice. Because I realized that this tarot practice. Represents so much more than just pulling a card. So I am going to dedicate myself. So I'm going, so to, I'm dedicate going to dedicate myself to my self care. To my self care. And part of my self care. And part of my self care is my spirituality. Is my spirituality. And part of my spirituality. And part of my spirituality spirituality is my tarot practice. Is is my tarot tarot practice. practice. Stop there. Take a deep breath in. And let it out with a sigh if you want to. Or or a fuck you, Hillary, because I know you want to do that too. No, I mean, kind of, but we're both married and it would get awkward. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I love this because you tapped into the things that I've been trying to tell my, or I, well, I say that I've been trying to tell myself and wanting to do. So I love, I mean, the fact that you could pull something off this deep, off the cuff, literally as we're just, you know, recording this and um, no manual in your hand i mean i know you brought you know your manual out just just for science and you know correctness but you didn't use it for any of this and i i mean i'm gonna have to re-listen to this so i can well so i can get that transcript of you know the words so i can put it down because i i you know this is something i i will tap what i also like just like with some of the tapping you you do hand points you can do chest points like above yes. your 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 bone yes that's your breast bone point. yeah the collarbone yeah. and then mm-hmm. like your head and face like the side of your temples and like your nose or in your chin but all right. we did was just the hand so something that's simple- just the starting point that's the um that's the setup statement basically okay. so you're you're talking things through and you're easing yourself into the topic and you're trying to get deep in there. Um, and I actually find the side of hand point to be very helpful when um, like I'm having like a little bit of writer's block or I'm just like, oh, what was that word? What was that word that I wanted to use? I'll just start tapping on the side of hand point and eventually mm-hmm. it will come to me. So it's very good for clarity. And there was actually one time I worked with someone that um so basically the point of tapping is working through these issues so you can see to the other side of what you want to happen so basically we just dove into all of the reasons why we might you know not want to set up a card of the day practice right but ultimately the purpose is to set up that card of the day practice as Liz yawns her face off again and gives me the finger um but There was one person that I was working with when I was doing my practical hours um, where she couldn't see to the other side of the issue. So she knew what she wanted, but she couldn't see that it was possible So because she was so rooted in her present, 
you know? Mm-hmm. And so we worked almost exclusively on the side of the hand point until she could feel the movements or feel the energy start, start to shift. So it took a long time. And sometimes that is what's going to happen during tapping. You might work like a long time on side of the hand, and then you might only do two or three rounds um, of the regular tapping. Or you might not even do the side of the hand at all because you're already, you know, into the topic and you don't you don't need to delve really into it. Um, but that was really powerful to like figure out just intuitively or being led where it's just like, I feel like you need a little bit more time on this and a little less time on this. Because um, otherwise, if you're not tuned in, you know, like the tapping's going to be surface. It's not going to really move yeah. a lot. Right. So. And one of the things that I really liked about it was um, how even and consistent your voice was. Um, you were taking us, you were, you, there was a distinct beginning, middle and end to the story mm-hmm. that you were telling us about um, uh, here, here's where I am. Here's where I want to go. And here's where I will end up. Yes. It, it felt very uh, contained. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we well, want to do more? Yes. But we- another, <laughs> yeah, another thing I want to point out, like you were talking about the hand, just the hand and clarity and getting yeah. writing. What do we what do we use to shuffle our cards? For most of us, it is the hands. So you're also building the practice back into our hands of priming us to shuffle a deck. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that, Jamie. But that muscle that muscle memory, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, did anything come up for the two of you um, that I didn't say that we can integrate into this because, and uh, also Jamie, I did want to say about like, Oh, I'm going to have to do this again. The fact that you can save this, you can return mm-hmm. to this podcast episode guides whenever you want to, whenever you need to, whenever you, you feel like I need a little boost or, Oh, I've lapsed in my card today practice. Didn't card slingers do an episode on exactly this? Yes, we did play it again. Do the tapping again. Um, it, it's, um, infinitely replayable as long as you have that issue. But then mm-hmm. there might come a point where it doesn't feel as resonant to you anymore. That's when it's time to move on to a different issue or look at the same issue in a different way. One of the things that came up for me is that Jamie and I are both, I have like antipsychotic meds will take this shit out of you. It just knocks me out. So I have like four medications that I take that make me really tired and mornings are really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And Jamie is not a morning person either. So we can text each other during mid morning uh, when mm-hmm. we're finally waking up and becoming alert and lucid um, and remind each other and use yes. like a tag team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there was another person that I worked with that was talking about creating accountability for herself Um, And I was just like, well, you can borrow me or you can borrow somebody else Mm -hmm. until you feel the confidence to making yourself your own accountability. I I call it accountability buddy. (laughs) Accountabodies. But an accountability until you feel confident enough to be accountable to yourself. Why don't you like think about the people that you can be accountable to? You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of the reason, like, I love that Jamie mentioned about NaNoWriMo, um, because that the whole practice of NaNoWriMo is creating 
account accountability people all over the place where it's just like I am holding myself accountable to writing a 50,000 word novel in a month. And I'm holding myself accountable publicly to these people who are also trying to do the same thing. So it helps with accountability and it helps with momentum at the same time. Heck yeah. Yeah. And to those that are doing it, because this is coming out, <laughs> well, we're, we're coming out in uh, November. You're doing great. Keep going. We salute push, you. Push. Yes, for, the, salute for those you. about to write or are writing, we salute you. <laughs> but you can do this for writer's block too. You can do this for absolutely anything. And it's not a cure-all. Um, it's not, you know, approved to cure diseases or anything like that. But what I've learned from my tapping teacher gala is you can either change the situation or you can change how you feel about the situation. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that just hit me right in the forehead. So again, the palm to forehead is not an approved. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I almost went right there. So Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, let's card of the day practice. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me, let me say what the points are. Um, and by the way, you can always look these up if you're not sure. Um, so crown of the head, uh, start of the eyebrows, uh, side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, under the mouth and above the chin, uh, collarbone. Under the arm, if you happen to be a bra wearer, it would be where your bra strap hits. And you can that either horrible do two place. hands or one hand. I know. You know, there's a lot of people that have said they don't like the um, under the arm point. I get it. Um, and if there are some points that you don't like, you can always skip them or work a little bit longer on a point that you do like. Um, and then the final point is wrist to wrist together. So you may see other tapping practitioners um, do it in a different order. Um, Some tapping practitioners may only use one hand and they start on the eyebrow point and end at top of the head. Um, The how I was trained um, ends at wrist to wrist together because it has this kind of like balancing effect, like bringing the right and the left hemispheres of the brain together kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So. So, yeah, um, finding a way to create a consistent card of the day practice. So that's what we're tapping on. Um, So follow those points along. Um, I'm sure we'll have that in the show notes, too, where you'll see the order and then just do it. You don't you don't have to do it necessarily um, in order. If you skip a point again, it's very, very forgiving. Yeah. (laughs) So. Um, <laughs> starting at the I had top to of stop that. and get some water because I kept coughing. Yep, that's also yep. a release too. All right, starting at the top of the head. I want to create a consistent card practice. I want to create a consistent card of the day practice. Eyebrows. Um, but I feel like there's so many obstacles to doing so. But I feel like there's so many obstacles in doing so. Not enough room. Not enough room. 
not enough time. Not enough time. Wrong time of the day. Wrong time of the day. But maybe I can create these rules for myself. But maybe I can create these rules for myself. And maybe I don't have to start my day with a card of the day. Maybe, maybe I can I pee don't... first. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can pee first. Maybe I can pee first. <laughs> maybe I'm more of a night owl. Maybe I'm more, maybe of, a I'm night more owl. of a night owl. Maybe I can say tarot. Maybe I can say tarot. I would like to pull a card of the day for tomorrow. I would like to pull a card of the day for tomorrow. Because I know that tarot can work in that way, too. Because I know that tarot can work in that way, too. I could pull my card of the day at any time. I can pull, I can my, pull card. my card of the day at any time. Any time. And I would still be doing a consistent practice. And, and I, would I would still be doing, doing a consistent, consistent practice. practice. Or if I really want to pull a card at a certain time each day. I or really if want... I really want to pull a card at a certain time of day. I can just call my friend. I can just, I can call, just my call, friend. call my friend. And say... Hey, bitch. <laughs> I'd say, hey, bitch. <laughs> Remind me that my practice is important. Remind, Remind me, that, me that my practice is important. is important. Because ultimately, not enough time. Because ultimately, because ultimately not, enough, not time. enough time. Or not enough room. Or not, not enough, enough room. Or I'm tired. Or I'm tired. Or I'm cranky. Or I'm cranky pants. Are just excuses. Are just just excuses. excuses. And I need to treat my tarot practice. I need to treat my tarot tarot practice. As a mandatory appointment. As, As a, a mandatory, mandatory appointment. Because I wouldn't just bail on a tarot client. Because I wouldn't just bail, I wouldn't on, a just tarot bail on a tarot client. So why would I bail on myself? So, so why would I, I bail on myself? <laughs> Damn it. That's a tapping for another time. Heck yeah, no shit. Nailed it. No. (laughs) So even though I thought that creating a consistent practice. So even though I thought about creating creating a consistent consistent practice. practice, Was going to be an insurmountable goal. Was going to be an insurmountable insurmountable goal. I love and I accept and I forgive myself. I love, I love and, accept and accept and forgive, and forgive myself. myself. 
because there will be some days where I just don't do it. Because there will be some days where I just don't do it. Do it. And that's okay too. And that's and okay, that's too. okay too. I give myself massive compassion. I give myself massive compassion. Massive compassion. Even as I roll my <clears throat> eyes. Even as I roll Even my as eyes. I roll my eyes. I feel that was pointed. and so it is and And so so it is is. so mote that shit so mote that shit take a deep breath in and let it go and drink some water if you've got it and yes that was pointed at melissa and yes that was pointed at I love that you know us so well that you can actually bust out all this deep shit for your eyes closed. Like, yep. Bitch had yeah, her well, eyes closed and knew that I was rolling my eyes. Come on. <laughs> That's enough. Well, but also, you know, as a tapping practitioner, I never really say anything that isn't also true for myself. So I know all of the excuses because they're my excuses too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm willing write to put a- myself on blast. <laughs> I think we all need to write a book together called, you know, Excuses and just come up with a book of excuses. Yeah. And, just and you, people can use it as a different, you can use it for bibliomancy and you can just yep. like turn to the page where it's just like my excuse of the day. Is... My bra is too tight and I cannot concentrate. Excellent. I don't have <laughs> today. Just take off the damn bra. That's what I do. Just like fuck bras, fuck booby holes. You to presume yeah. I'm wearing one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, no booby prisons. No, yep. <laughs> so as soon as COVID came through, bras became less and less important. So it's true. It yes. is. Yeah. It really it's very is true. Deep thoughts after the tapping practice. Exactly. <laughs> Unless I want to feel like the prow of a ship, I don't even bother. So. <laughs> Cue the Titanic <laughs> music. <laughs> my heart. Put your hands on me, Jack. Okay. That's oh my. Um. So yeah, there, there you go. There's there is tapping. This is our tapping episode. Um. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope um you come back to it and revisit it when you need to. Um. Any questions from Hillary? My- if someone has picks. questions about tapping, how can they reach you? What is Tarot the best way to reach you? <laughs> TarotbyHillary.com. Um, TarotbyHillary.com forward slash EFT dash tapping. Um, that is my um, main page for tapping. That way you can get some information about it. Um, I also do have um, quite a few uh, YouTube videos up on um, suggested tappings that people have asked for. Um, so you can always tap along with me no matter the the date or the time. Um, and I think that's a really great way to um, dip your toe into tapping without like making necessarily a monetary commitment and finding different ways of um, how different practitioners do tapping um, to, to find someone that you might want to work with one-on-one. So, but most but of the Hillary's time, the best, so. but, <laughs> but I do like that. Um, I was trained, um, I was certified by someone that it's just like, it's not script related, even though you can write scripts. Um, but it is very intuitive and very in flow basically. And 
I think general tappings can be very, very helpful, but I also think the more specific you get, um, the more effective the tapping is going to be. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. And yeah, listeners, your homework. (laughs) Try it. Try it. You don't have to necessarily do one, do this one, but you can try it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't work for you the first time around, um, are you are you resisting it? Are you tapping on some surface shit? The mm. first time I did it, I thought it was bullshit. Yep. The first time I did it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is going to really make a difference in how I feel about myself. And then it fucking did. And <laughs> I had to eat crow. And that's fine. I love crows. So, yeah. That was fun to watch. Melissa eat crow. (laughs) Like if if, if you, and if you enjoy those kinds of episodes, I would recommend um, this episode. And then also the space math episode. And then the birth, what about, what else was it? The birth cards. Yeah. 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 Birth cards, birth cards episode too. Yeah. Thanks guys. You guys are my best friends. Well, I I think it's true though. I mean, this shit works. That shit in. Yep. <laughs> I'll tap one of them right in the forehead with one finger. Guess which one? Exactly. Guess which finger? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions for Hillary about tapping or even want to set up a session, go to her website, uh, terabyhillary.com. If you have any questions or things you want us, the three of us, the card slingers, to talk about, email us at our website. Uh, not website. Email us at our email. Uh, cardslingercc at gmail.com you know we're, we're here we're here for you all so let us know your thoughts thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast you can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com and please send us your questions at cardslingercc at gmail.com we'll see you next time